And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, Dell? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cold check-in. This pause getting long. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we do? We give the people what they want. Special day here in the Jalen and Jacoby studio. Very special day. Special day. The homie coming through right now. We have Gangsta Gibbs in studio. Freddie Gibbs. Gary Indiana's own. What is it called when somebody trying to steal your guests? Um, uh, I don't know. It's happening right now. <laughs> right. What is that come called? on, Bomani. I've, I've been trying to get Bomani Jones come to come on, on the show for two years. Come on, We Bomani. have a guest with bars. Come on the show. And come on, Bomani. Uh, yeah. Did you book him? Piggyback Did you guests. book him? What is that term called? Did you book him, Bomani? Uh, He's trying to bogart our guests. No, close the door. Don't let him in. No. Don't let him in. Try Don't let him in. Us. Don't let him in. Gangsta Gibbs. What up, though? My dog. What? I'm going to leave now. I'm out of the way. I'm the one that's not welcome. Come on, man. I'm, about, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Bamani didn't record a podcast with you already. Me too. You know what I mean? I know that's what's going to happen. It's gonna, I thought you were going to grab him and go in there. What's up, bro? Oh, man. Lambo's hey. here. <laughs> what's happening? Appreciate you guys. Yo, first of all, you're live on IG. We're recording a pod right now. We'll do okay. TV in a second. That's what we do. Yo, Freddie yeah, showed up like an hour early. Hello? What? Like, are you still up from last night? What happened? I'm, hey, I don't sleep, baby. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, Freddie's here. I'm like, it's 9.30. I went to the, I went the last lap. <laughs> straight to the gym and straight here. Oh, you, you know went to the last lap? I go to the last lap. Hey, oh, yeah, that's my guy's bar. That's, that's Scotty, my, that's, Scotty yeah, the Night Scotty King. The, the Night King. That's what we call him. The Night King. You know the Night King. Yo, Scotty gets buckets. Scotty can play hoops. Oh, he can? Oh, it looks awkward, but it always goes in. I get buckets. He was on my team. He gets buckets. He gets buckets. He gets buckets. Tell him again. Tell him again. You, let, me tell you, ooh, let me tell you something. There's, there's two of us in this room to get buckets because Jalen retired. He doesn't even play pickup anymore. <laughs> Jalen don't even shoot around anymore. Not sure. Don't play pickup. We play them all the time, and it never happens. Well, you know, I had to get healthy. Scotty's a legend. He went. He went. Was at last lap all the way until whatever time in the morning. We had a basketball tournament at the beach at 8 a.m. Just rode it out well, on the chip. You bigging him up, so I'm picking him up if I see him. <laughs> if I see him playing pickup, I'm definitely. Tell us about him your up. game, man. Hey, man, I got game. I get buckets, man. I'm like a, uh, you know. Like a baby LeBron, baby Brian Artest, mixed together, mixed with KD. You know what I'm saying? J. Cole, I'm coming for you. I seen you hooping the other day, man. Yeah, so he was good. With those he looks good. I'm coming for you. He, he, he didn't have nobody oh, defending him. Well, I know. He didn't have nobody defending him. So, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was bad defense on you, so I saw you. You were shining. You know what I mean? Oh, but so, he was hitting now, NBA threes. I can't hit him. I'm going to get at him, though. I'm going to get at him. Once I get on the court with you, I got you, Cole. It's a wrap. Yeah, I can't hit NBA. Got to lock him down. I'm just going to throw lockdown defense on him. 
Well, that's the thing about Midwesterners is you guys play real basketball. Real yeah. basketball. You know what I mean? real like, I'm from the Northeast, but we just try to get oohs and ahs. You know what I mean? Don't even need. Doesn't even matter if it goes in. And the Midwest, like, you're hitting just like and, ten and, foot and jumpers. This gentleman ain't just from the Midwest. I'm from Gary, Indiana, the home of big dogs. He from GI. He from GI. What? Can I tell you guys one of my favorite GI stories? I'm pretty sure I told you this before. Okay. 1994 NBA Combine. They invited a lot of people to come work out. Was I'm a Chicago? member of the Fab Five. I'm an All-American. I feel like, you know what? I'll go do the weigh-in and do all of that. But I don't think I necessarily need to work out. This was the advice I was following from Big Dog Glenn Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is... He was averaging 35 <laughs> and was projected to go number one overall. I had all types of issues. I showed up with a red, white suit and all of that. They weren't sure about me. Draft suit. And I went 13. And so guess what we did after the weigh-in? We went to GI. He just wanted to hang out. We was, was in fine. GI. Went to the hood. Was in Glenn's basement. Oh, man. We was rapping. We was getting it in. Oh, yeah. Fun times. 40 fun times. All kind of 40 All ounces. of that. All type of 40 ounces. No question about it. You got you got suckered. Because he was fine. He was fine. You still had something to prove. I know. Yeah. You probably just might have gone number eight. I know. Life would have been different. I know. He was killing him at Purdue, man. He was killing him. He was killing him at Purdue, man. He was killing him. Absolutely. Yeah. Really appreciate you coming by. Man, I appreciate you know, having me, man. I just saw you show. just put on IG. The album of the year tour. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to do that, man. Ooh. Shout Ooh. out to I got them coming with me on Ooh. there. You know what I mean? My boy Benny Conway, all them. You know what I mean? So, for you. Cousin Stiz. It's, it's going to be lit. Lambo's going to have you busy. I saw your schedule. Lambo already got me busy, gonna, man. I'm yeah. overworked. You- <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I'm underpaid, but I'm definitely overworked. <laughs> <laughs> we coming to represent. All the miles. You're about to have all the miles on the airlines. Oh, man. Look, Mr. Gibbs right this way. Hey, you uh, know what? I got miles, but I, I still ain't got that pre-check. I still got to wait in line. Oh, you got it. Come on, fam. I got that. Uh, what's that? Clear. 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 Yeah, yeah. you're good with clear. But no, you no, you're right. It's a trick. It's a trick. Because sometimes you can have the clear, but not have a pre-check, pre-check and you right. get caught up. Then you be like, oh, because the airport might not have a clear. They might just have a pre-check. I was going to yeah. sign up for clear. They're like, oh, come here, sir. We just like sign up for clear. I'm like, yeah, I would love 30 to. Thirty minutes of your life. No, yeah. and then I'm doing the, the like record scan. I'm like, wait a second. Like fingerprints. I'm like, wait a second. It's like a book. It's a You gotta leave with that. Right. They acted it was free. They're like, oh, come here, sir. Would you like to sign up for They're like, yeah, I would love to. The next thing you know, they're taking blood samples and asking right. for my credit card. Like, oh, your eye this? impression. Like, your feet. Like, all right. What is this? Y'all got a ticket every month. Yeah, that was too much. I'm like, like, I, I, you know, right in the middle of it, I looked at my wife. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm out. I'm like, I got to call my attorney first. Yeah. Can I put my eyes up here? This doesn't you know feel right. This doesn't feel right at all. So, you know, you've got the Chicago Bulls shirt on. Represent to the fullest. D-Rose. MVP, D-Rose. We're talking about your Bears. We're talking about your Bears. Big performance last night. Yep. Did How that. do you feel about the Bulls right now? Um, I'm not really, you know, I don't, I like Zach Levine. Um, he got game. Know, That's one of Jalen's guys. I, I'm, you know, I'm a Bulls fan for life, man. I think that, you know, some of the management need to change, I think, for the whole organization to change. But, uh, you know, hopefully we get a crack at, you know, eighth seed or something like that. You know? uh, we'll see. Uh, eighth eight, 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 eight spot to draft? What was that? <laughs> the East is wide. Eighth seed? From, five, from, from six below? 
The East is wide open. Yeah, I think we could maybe, you know, hopefully. We'll I got hope for it. I'm not hoping for we'll too see. much. But, I, you know, if we make it to the playoffs, I'm going to be, I'm, that's legit. And we got All-Star game this year, so I'm going to be hosting that. I'm oh, that's right. All, that's dope. Yeah, we're going to have dope. all kind of Freddie Gibbs parties. It's going to be lit. Let's done, do done, it. done, Let's done, good. It. done. Let's get to it. I like going places where I'm VIP and I got the laminate prior. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you so know what I'm saying? I'll have to, you text Freddie, I'll have to text Lambo. I know how this goes. I know how this goes. I know how this goes. Freddie's not answering my text on Lambo. He put me on a list or something. He'd be like, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'll be Jalen's plus one. I know how this goes. I know yeah, how this I goes. I can't have you waiting outside in February. It's going to be cold in Chicago. It's going to be freezing. Freezing. And I have to say this because everybody knows one of my hobbies is DJing. I love music. Yep. And while I appreciate all aspects of the art, I'm really enamored by one thing. Bars! Bars. This gentleman to my left has them. Yes. I've been listening to the new project, sir. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Giannis. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Palmala. Oh. You got some features on there. You got oh, yeah. Pusher on there. Oh, yeah. Killer Mike on oh, there. Yeah. You got Black Thought on there. Yeah. Okay? We bringing it. Man, I've been doing You know, the crazy part about it, I had all that done like a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Before I did like Fetty and Freddie and all yeah, that, I had yeah, the yeah. done first. So mm-hmm. I was just like, sit. I knew I had that jam and I was just like holding it, just sitting back, you know what I mean? No doubt. Waiting to no drop. No doubt. It, so I'm making sure everybody goes support. Yeah. And one of my underrated artists you have on there that I appreciate, Anderson Pack. Oh yeah, big mm-hmm. underrated. Yeah, man. Anderson Pack is one of the, you he, know. He, he's so, he's so versatile, right? Super versatile. He's one of the most versatile artists of the whole generation, man. He's, he's definitely a generational talent, man. Yeah, I love Anderson it's a collaborative Park. album with Mad Lib. Mm-hmm. Shout out to no. Mad Lib. Shout out legend. to Mad Lib. So you've Shout had it for out. years. See, I, I couldn't hold on to it that long. Yeah, man, I had it. I was just seeing who wanted to pay the most for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hold on to it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. Really appreciate you coming through. It's time to get the people what they want. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your credit card every month. You could be paying thousands in interest every year that you don't have to. Here's the thing. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt and pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed rate personal loans. No trips to the bank. No high interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them a little bit about yourself and how much you want to borrow. Pick the terms that are right for you. And if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as just a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion, with a B, in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash J&J. That's LendingClub.com slash J-A-N-D-J. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash J&J. LendingClub.com slash J&J. All loans are made by WebBank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. You're from Gary, Indiana. Home of the Jackson Vibe. Home of the Big Dog. Big and you dog. are Bears fan. Oh, yeah, definitely. What do you think your squad's performance last night? We did good, man. I think that, um, you know, Trubisky definitely got to get better. You know, he can't throw them late picks. Um, we definitely, uh, our defense can definitely score if we need it. But uh, our offense got to pick up, man, if we're going to go anywhere in the playoffs because our division is real tough. We got Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, Detroit's looking okay. Oh, watch out there now. Watch out there now. You know what Divisional I mean? And, and, Minnesota, and Minnesota looks decent. You know yes. what I mean? I like Dalvin Cook. I don't, you know. He a beast. I don't know about Kirk Cousins like that, but you know what I mean? But our division is kind of tough. That's why it's called the black and blue division. The defense sure. is there. Like, the defense is right. there. You saw Khalil Mack just looking like a star. I think, you know, there's so much attention on Aaron Donald. Khalil Mack is like, wait a second. Like, everybody put right. the brakes on that. <laughs> but it, the question is really the offense. Definitely. Like, like, can the offense get together and bring this team into a deep playoff run? 
I don't know yet. And it's crazy because I was in the hallway talking to Elle Duncan, and she brought up a great point. She said that, uh, you know, you can't waste Khalil Mack. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we, he's a, he's a $90 million player. Like, we got a great defense. Like, we got to put some kind of offense to support our defense. You know what I mean? So, Do you believe that Trubisky is the future of the franchise at quarterback? <sighs> you know what, man? I think he can be. You know, I'm not giving up on Trubisky right now. I think that, uh, you know, when he was drafted, I was like, man, six games out of North Carolina. I was like, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, I feel like, you know, he's he's got great mobility. Um, as a quarterback, you know, his arm is decent. I just think that he just got to, you know, the offense just got to set him up to win. You know what I mean? He can't throw those late picks. I didn't love it last night. The announcer's like, well, Matt Nagy just wants to make the offense simple. He's just really trying to simplify the offense. I was like, wait a second. The NFL offenses are complicated. Like, Definitely. I don't know if simplifying is the way to go. Did you win some money on the game last night? No, nah, I won some. I want some. I want some. I definitely want to bet against one of my close friends. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, your Redskins can't, can't hang rock with me. KD, you know what I'm talking about? You know, easy money, sniper. Easy money. Easy money. That was easy money last night. That was easy money last night. You going to bet me talking about, man, y'all can't beat the skins. Man, oh, you're, you're definitely about to get a text. That was an easy game. That was you are nothing. definitely about to get a text. It nothing. seems like even though this man is not in the league, we end up talking about Antonio Brown every single day. Yeah. Now, I know you're following this story. The latest is he's going back to school. Antonio Brown going to the He's going back to school. He's going back to school. What do you think happens with Antonio Brown moving forward? Hey, man, I think Antonio Brown's going to the XFL, man. Maybe. You know, you can't. You, you can't diss an NFL owner, man. You know, uh, if, if Colin Kaepernick ain't showed you that, you know, I don't know, mm. you know, that they'll, they'll gang up on you, they'll collude, and they'll do whatever they got to do to keep you out of the league, man. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't see A.B. getting back in the league saying what he said about Robert Kraft. So the thing that, that, that I want to make sure I acknowledge with you is there are careers that young people aspire to do. Correct. And when you grow up in the inner city, like Biggie said, the goal is usually either you sling crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. Correct. And so I'll be remiss if I didn't acknowledge this. In entertainment, there are levels to whether you're required to be a role model or not. Mm-hmm. And it's not always necessarily called for in comedy or music or acting, but in sports, it is. Right. So when you see somebody that works in a field that behaves to the point where it seems like it costs them $40 million. Correct. How do you feel about that? I feel that, you know, uh, any loss to a, a, a black man for $40 million, that's a loss to black America. That's a loss to generational wealth. You know what I mean? Like, your kids, kid. I mean, you take half of that, it's $20 million with taxes. But, you know, your kids, kids are good off of that money. Everybody can eat. So, I mean, you know, if he would have just chilled out for a couple more months, he would have got, got his money. So <laughs> Chilled I mean, out through Monday. Yeah, it, that's right. what they're supposed to give him yeah, nine, yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could have got paid. And, you know, it was, you know, it, it's sad to see anybody lose mm-hmm. that amount of money, man. That's, you know, and, and he's at his peak, you know? Mm-hmm. It just felt like it started to snowball when he froze his feet off, and then it was the helmet, and then yeah. you're watching Hard Knocks, and they're not featuring him that much, and then he leaves the Raiders, gets picked up by the Patriots. Like it just yeah. seemed like, like this whole summer is kind of like escalated right. for him. And back to point that's where your point, how you were saying like how athletes um, have to, you know, um, you know, they they're held accountable more as a, as role models. But you know, with that kind of money, man, it's a certain level of professionalism that you have to exude. I think so. I mean, you know. That's exactly what I wanted to make sure that you acknowledge and we Correct. acknowledge because it's really important for so many young people that are that look up to us, right. that look up to him. Right. That man, that's a that's that's a golden opportunity golden lost. Golden opportunity lost. Jalen sometimes says to me, we'll be like eating lunch or whatever, he goes, Man, I wish I was a rapper. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, we, get, we, get, we, we don't got to be as professional as that. Exactly. We, we, we get to live this rock style type lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> but at a certain point, you know, you, you know, you, I got kids, man. So, yeah, you know, I, I got, you know, you gotta I definitely got to be accountable. Definitely. Well, one of the favorite signature things we have on this show is called soft move or boss move. Let's do it. Now, I don't know why Philly fans are mad. Oh, they're mad. to the Lions. Oh, they're mad. I mean, we are undefeated this year in the black and blue division. We're coming for that. Hold on, with a tie now. This this, this is true. (laughs) That's not a loss. It's not a loss. Yes, I feel like y'all get a tie every year. (laughs) (laughs) But one fan in particular took it a little too far. He's unhappy. And I think his bosses may not be happy with that gentleman. Now, is it a soft move or a boss move? For the dean of admissions at Penn to be this That's enthusiastic the dean of admissions of Penn. about his squad. That's a boss move. He's passionate about the Eagles, man. <laughs> you know, and he's mad that they losing to the Lions. <laughs> come on, I'll be heated too. You know what I mean? Like the Lions, come on, man. Like, he already sent like a little cryptic tweet and he was just like, well, I'm just very passionate about Pennsylvania athletics and the Philadelphia. You know, he, tried, he didn't really admit it or anything, but at least he didn't really have, you know, a drink in his hand. He looked like he was on his ninth beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was going off. in. Do, yeah. you, do you have any stories of yourself being at a game or being so passionate watching one of your squads? Uh, I got some stories of me being at uh, some Bears games and going to sleep because we was getting beat so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know in the cold. So that says a lot. In the cold. They still definitely. play outside. Yeah, definitely. You know, <laughs> everybody ain't got no fancy dome like y'all, man. <laughs> I felt like we sold out when we got the dome. When I was y'all young, I was the- so mad. Because we're supposed to use the elements to our favor sometimes. Ain't, ain't the Pontiac Silver Dome like a church now? Didn't Let me just say something. Yeah. Let me yeah. say something. Yeah. The elements are not the reasons the Lions haven't won a playoff game in your whole entire life. Not at all. Not at all. the weather, Jalen. Not at all. So you're one of our favorite artists, obviously, and also one of my favorite followers on social media. Make oh, sure that oh. you follow Freddie Gibbs. And one of the things you've done, you've done a lot of things, some of which we're not going to show here. But one of the things you did do <laughs> is you got this celebrity lookalike thing going on. Oh, yeah. Where you got people. <laughs> Everybody going people, in over People say that you look like. These actors, yeah. how, did, oh. how did this? How did this start? And how do you keep it going? I just like one person said it on Twitter, man. Especially that's the sweetest soccer player, dude. I was like, oh man, I do. I, he kind of just saved me a little bit. And then I just kept retweeting it, and people just kept like, all right, I'm yep. keep going. Then my boy uh, Marshall Ali, he sent me a, mm-hmm. p- a picture of him. Then we put it together with the Popeyes and the Chick Fil A. I saw that, and we just but kept running. Sometimes with it, man. it's a compliment, like with Mr. Ali. But sometimes it's not a compliment. You know, <laughs> you gotta embrace it, man. You know what I mean? Like Stephen A. embracing the headline, you know. Yeah, you gotta yeah, just yeah he embraces Sherman yeah. Hemsley. <laughs> but I want to say this: you have a great project coming out right now. Please tell the fans about it. I was listening to it. Bandana. Got bars, bars on there. Bars ain't dead. Just not let dead. Y'all know, bars is not dead. We still got them out here. You know what I mean? Great album out. Matter of fact, I think it's the album of the year. That's why I named my tour the album of the year tour. Mm. You know what I mean? That's about to pop off with uh, Stiz and, uh, and and Benny and Conway and all of that. We about to get it popping, man. Shout out to Griselda. You know what I mean? I saw the tour schedule. Very busy. Oh, yeah. Very busy. Not a lot of days off. You're like the Patriots. No days two, off. Hey, man, I got two kids, man. They home. <laughs> a lot of travel. I a lot of rap. travel. Home, so tell me a little bit about life on the road, you know what I mean, with you and, and your crew going from you know, country to country, city to city. Uh, Life on the road is simple for me, man. You know, I don't really travel with no big rap crew. It'd be me and the white guy out there, me and Lambo. <laughs> Shout out to Lambo. Be Lambo with the DJ, and we go do the job, and then we go home, man. Stay out of trouble and just do our thing, man. Well, you know? thank you for keeping bar. 
bars. Bars. Alive in the Ain't game. dead, baby. Oh, they not dead. Shout out Armala, to Pusha T. Giannis. Yo, yeah. Education. Yes, education. Mm-hmm. That Shout is out. a classic. Oh, man. Wait till you see the video for it. We about to do the video, all of that. We got videos. Go check those out. Listen to music. I need y'all to cameo in that video. That's love. You are welcome to come back anytime you want. Thanks so much for coming through, Mr. Gibbs. Thank you, family. Appreciate you. Not a very competitive game between the Washington team and the Bears, but Khalil Mack. It seemed like Khalil Mack Return was like, you know what? Mack. It's Monday Night Football. I'm going to remind everybody exactly what I do. Two sacks, two forced fumbles, domination in the backfield all night long. What did you think about Khalil Mack's performance? It made me a little bit nervous. What's that? My team plays in a division against that guy. Oh, no. Matt Stafford. I was so sad. Oh, no. Oh, when no. When he got traded there, and I knew it was going to be such a game changer because they now can do it on every level. They have a stout defensive line. You just showed them rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. And what about HaHa Clinton Dix? He looked good. You're right. He, he, uh, as a young player, a couple of teams giving up on you. I always felt like, like he had the potential, but it helps as a DB when people are actually pressuring the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so now that he's in that situation, their defense is really stopped. He made a couple of great picks. Almost brought them both both back, but he made some really nice picks. And listen, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Mitchell Trubisky. When we were in this room yesterday, we both said, I don't really know about Trubisky. <laughs> well, last night, listen, it's, it is against the Redskins, but he made some nice throws like this one. Mm-hmm. He seemed poised. He seemed comfortable. He led the offense on long drives. What do you think about Mitchell Trubisky last I night. I think he's got to keep his turnovers down, be a lot more accurate, and mm-hmm. allow his defense to win games. And football has changed a lot since the 85 Bears clearly won the championship, and your defense could be so very dominant, and your offense can score 10 points and still win the game. Yep. Your offense still has to move the ball up and down the field and put points on the board. And, yes, you look at the final score against a Washington team, but it wasn't an impressive offensive display. And so for that side of the football, it's encouraging to see him throw three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. But also, the mistakes were still there. The inception was still there. So they're going to need him to get a lot better. Because if the offense can just be average... The Bears are going to the be a problem is that good. as the season progresses. Mitchell Trubisky spoke after the game. Let's check it. I think we're still growing and evolving as an offense. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it a breakthrough yet. we got to keep getting better, keep growing. Definitely uh, room for improvement, and definitely in the second half, especially on my part. So uh, I think we ju- if we just stick to the process and, and keep growing and keep learning and, and sticking together, we're going to be all right. Well, he might be a young football player, but he's already got that veteran not saying nothing after the game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't think it was a breakthrough. We got to stick to the process. Like, he's giving you all the cliches. Well, he's rocking his Carolina colors. But for a young quarterback, you want them to be able to value the football and then be able to put it in the end zone when you got a defense like that. And so some strides were made, but Washington is limping right now. If you you look at that football team, like, you you want your team to be hitting on all cylinders when they play against a bad football team. That didn't happen, but obviously you celebrate the win. Well, Mack starred last night. Trubisky did pretty well last night. You know, Hawkland, Dix did well. But the star of last night was this man. You see him stirring the Gatorade with the sleeve of cups. <laughs> Jalen Rose, soft move or boss move, stirring the Gatorade with the cup sleeve. First off, that's unsanitary. That's it a does feel like it's move. unsanitary. And I'm going to tell all of you people out there who like to use your phones and your apps to have people bring you food and beverages. 
time and time again, <laughs> I see these bicycles with people so delivering old. food and putting your food on the ground as they stop, as they park, as they lock up the bike, and then they bring it to you. Oh, and by the way, every now and then they'll reach in, grab some of oh, your I fries, sip some so, of your drink. Here's my thing. Make the Gatorade before the game, dog. Why are we doing this mid-game? I know they didn't drink that much Gatorade that you need to make more. And also, you see the way he looked up while he was stirring it? He's like, no one's looking at this, right? He's like, well, no one's looking well, at this. Well, that's what happens when you're a bad team. It's just like, everything goes. <laughs> exactly. Everything goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not performing at every single level, so, including the Gatorade So stirring. do you believe, because we're the only show that's going to show that, that we're not going to get him in trouble? Oh, he's on the internet. Yeah, he's already out there. He's already out there. He's got he's got some excuse. He certainly does. Well, we move on from that game to some bad news. It seems like just so recently we were saying Cam. Oh, Cam. His MVP season, he was redefining the role of quarterback, and he was just trailblazing in terms of that position. Now he's out for week four. You know, we saw week one and week two. He didn't play great. They named Kyle Allen the starter. Jalen What's the recipe to get Cam back to the old Cam that we were so enamored with? Well, the problem for Cam is when your backup comes in and immediately throws four touchdowns. Mm. And then now all of a sudden, what's been a play in the huddle looks really good getting executed when you have a quarterback that can deliver the football with precision. Yeah. And so, as a team, you now say, just take your time. Be 100% before you come back. It wasn't the opposite where the quarterback struggled to the point it's like, when are we going to hurry up and get Cam back? But I don't believe that it's going to affect if he's coming back healthy, him clearly being back in the starting lineup. I still feel like he has what it takes to be a top-tier quarterback, but health is always the issue for Cam. If he if he can't uh, move and cut the way we're used to accustom him to, to him doing that he's not as effective as a quarterback. We know that his accuracy has not always been yeah. the top flight thing as it relates to um, the things that make him great. His success, yeah. But but I think if he's healthy, then yes, he could be a top quarterback. And the shoulder again. obviously was bothering him. And then the foot that was also bothering him, which means you can't throw and you can't run. And when you're Cam Newton, what are you going to do? You what know? are you going to do? We're wishing, we just, I just, I just want to see him back. Me I want to see him back. I really want to see him back because – he had the whole offseason. And I really felt like, okay, the end of last season, Cam wasn't himself. He's got this whole offseason to rehab, to work on it, get whatever done he needs to get done. And then he comes back, Jalen. He comes back, doesn't look the same. I really thought that we would see the old Cam this year. And now it feels like maybe we should wait till next year. Well, how about this? The problem is when you have that entire offseason, mm-hmm. you have mini camp, and you have preseason, you start the season with Cam. And he wasn't healthy from the beginning. We talked about it on this show that he didn't look good. He didn't look healthy. I'm not used to seeing people tackle Cam behind the line of scrimmage in one-on-one situations on fourth down. I yeah. was like, I, I, I might as well saw a sighting a Bigfoot. Like, I, I was shocked. And so the worst thing is now you start the season with him, and then after a couple of games you realize he can't go, which now prolongs it into the season. It does. But the outfits are still there. You know what I mean? The outfits are still going to be crisp. That's all that matters for Cam. Okay. This is something that you just absolutely have to see, Jalen Rose. Packers running back Jamal Williams, you know, played really well. Played in the rain. Packers are 3-0. and 
and he was asked about playing in, you know, rainy conditions. And here's what he had to say. I love it. I love it all. The rain, because I think the rain slows everybody else down. So I feel like, uh, I got to say, I feel like a mermaid. <laughs> I feel like a mermaid and everybody else like dog swimming. You know what I mean? So I'll be feeling like I'm just fluent out there. So I think it's the rain. I feel like a phone call. Huh? Oh, you got a phone call? Huh? It, it, it's Roger Goodell. Oh, what do you have to say? That's a failed test. That's a failed test? That's a failed test. Oh. <laughs> no question about it. I don't know if he had any edibles in his locker or <laughs> what was going on, but I did not follow that at all. What did you take from Okay. That? Oh, it's rainy conditions, right? So when you swim, you swim sort of like a dog does, yes. right? Mermaids, mermaids are half fish, so they swim. So that's his, he's an aquatic person. SpongeBob, you know, I watch a lot of SpongeBob. I got kids. Also in aquatic habitat. So he's just comfortable in the water like SpongeBob or a mermaid. And the rest of you are like Jalen, just like little doggy paddling. Gotcha. Makes perfect sense to me. Jamal, gotcha. I'm with you. That makes perfect sense to me. Gotcha. That makes perfect sense but, to me. But I am jealous of his grill. Jealous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jalen. <laughs> we have a very special guest. Somehow, only now making her debut on Jalen and Jacoby. Man. I've been begging her for Man. five years. Jalen said you won't return the text. <laughs> Jalen said you're dodging oh, us. Like We're starting to take it personal. <laughs> Josina Anderson joins us on yeah. Jalen and Jacoby. Thank you so much for making Listen, the time. I appreciate y'all having me. It's a pleasure, you know, joining the company of you two gentlemen. So, you know, I'm glad to be on the show. <laughs> Thank you. And feel free to take any yes. breaking news okay. calls Anything or whatever is happening. Anything you Listen, need. Listen, we're wafting it in. Got the cell phones ready, got the crystals ready. So make yourself at home. Feel comfortable. We do, you know. We feel comfortable. We put on the table yet. You know, you know this. This show is all about putting on for the culture, and you embody it as well as anybody. I'm trying. No question about it. No doubt about it. So, Monday Night Football. Yes. We all saw the Redskins get waxed. They really did. You think it's time for grand changes in Washington? Well, listen, I definitely understood why they didn't put Dwayne Haskins in last night mm-hmm. because that defense was just killing. I mean, Khalil Mack is coming at him like there's cheese on Case Keenum's head. <laughs> so you, you definitely understand that. The question is, should they do it moving forward? Now, I understand that they feel like Case Keenum has the experience. He has a better grasp of the offense. But then there's this thing called juice, <laughs> and they're missing energy. Mm-hmm. And you have to really wonder, coming up against the Redskins with Dwayne Wayne give him that juice, even though he might lack a little bit in experience. Especially when we just saw what happened with the Giants. Right. Now the clock is ticking. ticking. Yeah. Yeah. There, you need to have Dwayne Haskins, a rookie, coming out there. Give him a full week of reps. You know what yeah. I mean? Give him a full week with the starting team. Really prepare him. Don't put him out there with Trevathan and Mac. You know what oh. I mean? With, oh, like, don't, don't do I mean, that. That, was, that would have been don't Jaws do that last him. night. Like, they, they kept showing him on the sideline. I was like, you better hide your helmet. Oh, no, <laughs> you better no. hide your helmet, young oh, no, man, because no. they might call your name. But you know what's funny, though, is that there's this narrative about get rid of Jay. And you definitely understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going into sixth season. It's not like he hasn't had time. But here's the joke. The Redskins were actually 6-3 and three last year, and they obviously started to crater because they had all these injuries at quarterback, right? And then you actually have the Giants who were coming off two seasons where they had three wins and five wins. The Redskins have actually had more wins, but the narrative is completely different between these two teams because you have optimism around the quarterback position with one team and the other you don't. Really good point. But yeah. that feeds to my next um, point. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the game thinking, 
when they said that they weren't going to start Haskins in the preseason, mm. that gave me a short hook for Jay Gruden. Mm. It was like, you're not going to get a chance to play with the shiny new toy. Mm. You make it work the way it is. Yeah. We're not going to give you a chance to even coach him on the field. What do you think about that theory? Well, I mean, on one hand, it's like I understand giving him time to develop and wait. You know what I mean? Because it's almost like if you put him out there, what's what's your what's next? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not like these are the quarterbacks that were coming out of the 2012 class when you had Andrew Luck and RG3 and those guys were starting off rip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, like, on one hand, I do understand that. But then the other hand, which is the T part of it, <laughs> the T part of it is I don't think that – from what I understand, that Jay Gruden really wanted Dwayne. It was really more the mm, owner. So you have that, you have there that we aspect, go. too. Yeah. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. you updated us yesterday <laughs> on Jalen Ramsey yeah. and his illness. Yeah. What, 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 what's the, the tone? I, I, I already hear no, the no, air quotes. No, no, no. I hear the air quotes. You could, look, you could look at the transcription of what I said. I said, and his illness. Mm. Now, some people... Not saying me, but maybe mm-hmm. someone like me is a little skeptical of the mm-hmm. timing mm-hmm. of this illness yeah. and his trade request. Yeah. Someone whose name rhymes with Shmomobi? Shmomobi, there's a guy. I have a friend. I'm asking for a friend. Just asking for a friend. I'm asking for okay. a friend. I don't know how he's sick on Sunday. And they say, oh, you know what? I'm going to be sick until next Sunday. Okay. Because that's, that's, that's not usually how illnesses work. So I'm just going to let you know. If I put my name on it on Twitter. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. That means that is for real. Okay. okay? Because, uh, listen, I'm, I understand the cynicism and the skepticism and all that other stuff that makes sense. But I, I called. I do my do, I did my due diligence, and that's what I was told. And if I didn't believe, and I thought it was some whatever, I just wouldn't have tweeted it. But he legit is sick, and so it's just coincidental. The question really is, what is he going to do now? So it's not anything moving on it now because it's Tuesdays. The players they they have their day off. The question is tonight when when we make those calls, is he going to show up tomorrow, <laughs> regardless of whether he's sick? Because when I did also ask the question, just so you know, I did ask the question. So what if he wasn't sick? Okay. Then the answer to me is what I tweeted. All we can do is talk about today. Mm. So that. So there you go. Interesting. <laughs> but he is legit sick. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Do you anticipate a deal actually taking place, or do you think they're going to try to keep him for as long as they can? If I not can for answer the entire you this. Season? There are teams who legit want him. I mean, I know there are people out there really trying. Okay. For real. But after they won, you see what I'm saying? It allowed ownership to be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? So they don't want to let him go, but you can't play him if he's not trying to be played. So then you get in that situation like the Redskins. It's like I tweeted before I got here. Trent Williams is just sitting on the sidelines. Watching all these sacks happen. Yes, he's letting you know that he would rather stay at home and lose checks than contribute to your franchise. We're going to see if Jalen is going to be in that same box. You see what always give you so what trouble. do you do? You gotta get you gotta you gotta get resources for him. Correct. You can't just let him I chill on the couch. First. I want two first. Jalen's will always give you trouble. Trust me. Jalen, something give about you the name. There's something about the name. There's something hey, about the name. Where do you want him to go? Where would you want Jalen to go? <laughs> The Lions. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's not exactly objective. Oh, you would want him to go to above. I mean, in terms of where he could have. Postseason impact potentially, or maybe more so. I don't want to just do that. To we Detroit. got big play slay on one side, Baltimore we got on the other side, Kansas City. I love Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, 
That those are game changers. And, and by the way, we talk yeah. about teams made moves. Mm. The Browns made moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we like to judge success mm. off of realistic expectations. Exactly. They're not living up to them. What do you see from that squad? Man, that's just crazy. I just came from Cleveland and I was there for the first game. And it is so, man, I hate going in the locker room when guys lose, man. Because <laughs> you're just like, oh, you know, you just putting your phone like I gotta record this. I don't want to even look at y'all. But here's what I feel like. I and, and I haven't even had a chance to say this on NFL Live. I just talked to a source this morning. And he said, let me tell you, Joe, people calling for Freddie Kitchens not to be the play caller is not Freddie Kitchens. Okay, they said they went back and legit look. And this is the person who tell me everything. Mm -hmm. They looked at the film. There were plays on the field that legit were not executed or some that were called that were also not executed. So they feel like they're there. The defense had them up 6-3 at half against the NFC champ Rams. So I didn't even think they would be leading at any point, and they were leading 6-3. to So I had people telling me this morning they feel like Freddie Kitchen shouldn't have even have got up on the podium and said, put it on me, because he has people backing him up, feeling like, and, and they would tell me if they feel like it Absolutely. wasn't. Absolutely. It comes with the job a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the head coach. You want to be accountable. You don't want to ever make it seem like you're throwing your own players under the bus. But when you say that, whoever this person you spoke to, is that a mm-hmm. failed shot at Baker? Mayfield or is it more a systematic lack of execution? Well, there's a couple things with Baker Mayfield. This person told me that sometimes they feel like he has gotten too juiced for the moment. Sometimes they feel like he's not tall enough to see over the line of scrimmage and he's bailing, bailing sometimes more right. than he to the right, to the right more than he should, like feeling mm-hmm. like he's feeling ghosts. So they need better play from the quarterback position. And you cannot go 23 consecutive plays without targeting OBJ towards the end of the game either. Like, even if he's getting doubled, you have to have the creativity there to free him up. Something. Great point. You know? My Detroit Lions. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Everything comes back to this. Wax the Eagles <laughs> this past weekend. Hey, we, we got we to gotta give them, we gotta give yeah. them some credit for that. Thank yes. you. Okay. If Philly fans okay. weren't too happy about it, check mm. this out. Oh, here we go. Then I seen a guy hanging out the window, you know, screaming that his kids was in there and things like that. And ironically, then my one of my ex, my old coworkers took the ladder off the off the truck, raised it up, and was sister people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. We was catching it. Like Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just off the random. It's you know, a, a hero. Yes. yes. This moment. Yes. Yes. I mean, it was just real. You know, I was just catching these babies, catching these babies being a hero. Were. Unlike Nelson from the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> and ironically, one of my old colleagues, like just bringing up old friends to talk about Aguilar. I love I that mean, man so much. That's so Philly. You have to get the dig on your team yes. in the middle of a rescue. Yes. Moment. Well, he uh, Aguilar's actually responded and said that he's gonna get him tickets to a game. Oh, and see, that's that's pure cloud because what else can you do? Because Correct. legit, you on a viral right now and the joke of everything. So the the best he can do is put a bow on it. Mm-hmm. And Aguilar dropped some passes. We I all mean, watch the games. Yeah, you know, right. he dropped he touchdowns the last two weeks. Yeah. yeah, he's dropped a couple passes. So you know, I, I think that he, when he looks in the mirror, he knows that he probably deserves that criticism. Uh, well, listen, Josina, yes. I hope mm-hmm. it doesn't take another three years to get you to come oh, back. Wow, <laughs> I hope it doesn't take another three years to get you yeah. come back. Hey, but at least I came bearing gifts, some pink opals, some fire uh, quartz, mm-hmm. gave y'all. Some made good a big energy. difference. They made a big difference. Maybe, maybe next time you yeah. go into one of those loser locker rooms, yeah. you got to bring those. Oh, with that's, you. that's that's for that's for maybe that's, that's for what sure. you got to do because it you know, really because, worked on my energy. Because I am covering the Giants and Redskins, so one of them teams might. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough Christmas in the world. <laughs> Jalen, the NCAA has cracked down on Bill Self in Kansas. They cited lack of institutional control and five level one violations. The school will dispute the charges as expected. The NCAA's biggest concern is Bill Self and Kansas's relationship 
with Adidas. A relationship that was just extended this April for $196 million over 14 years. How much? $196 million over 14 years. Jalen. Yes, sir. What do you think this news from the NCAA in Kansas? I love the sea change that has basically happened over the last 25 years where news like this would have led the show where it would be a big time story that had so many people agitated by the actual thought that players in collegiate sports were getting extra benefits Mm -hmm. to the point where now you hear those numbers and people now realize that they should be also sharing in that profit Bill Self I would deem is not doing, hasn't done, and won't do what we haven't seen elite-level collegiate coaches do. That's have a relationship with a shoe company that pays them to do appearances, to wear their gear, and to make sure via the university that the student-athletes wear them also. That pipeline is going to continue to take place as long as money is green. This is not going to be something that costs him his job. This is not going to be something that I'm going to get up in arms about at all. And this is the results of an investigation that started years ago that also has involved other schools. This is kind of like one of the first findings from the investigation. Do you think that there will be more stories like this that will continue to come out over the next, say, year? Jerry Tarkanian, rest in peace. I always go back to one of his famous quotes. And he said, when the NCAA gets mad at North Carolina... Or Kentucky, they put Cleveland State on probation. Mm. Follow the money, okay? Bill Self is a terrific coach. And for some strange reason, if he was to part ways with Kansas, which will not happen, do you think somebody else would pick him up? Oh, quick, real quick. Hurry? Real quick. Okay. So I don't think that this is going to be something that ultimately lends to them missing NCAA tournament games or not being eligible to coach the team. I just think these minor or multiple violations are going to be more of a conversation piece and a legislation piece than an actual changing of the rules type of thing. All right. Well, I still feel like Carmelo Anthony is going to play on an NBA team this I do. Season. I feel like it's going he to deserve happen. deserve it. And one of the places that was sort of like rumored and spoken about was him potentially playing for the Nets in Brooklyn. Shams Charnia, my guy. He said that it is very unlikely that the Nets will pick up Carmelo Anthony. What do you think about this news? Well, what it shows me, and I'm not going to blame the players, but also we also we always make sure we stress the level of power that the guys in the game have. There's some autonomy that goes from top to bottom. So ownership has to sign off on it. President and GM have to mm-hmm. believe in it. The coach have to be in sync. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that filters to the players. But sometimes there are certain players that could possibly walk into an office and say, really consider this. That would make me happy. That's one of the things that I feel like overall isn't necessarily taking place. For the Nets, what they have built and where they're trying to go, to me, without Wilson Chandler, there's an opportunity for him to play quality minutes and contribute. I think he still has some juice left. I think so, too. And he does have fans in the New York metropolitan area that enjoy watching him play. So I am surprised that it didn't happen so far. But I will tell you this. The Nets have some really good young perimeter players that they want to give a chance to develop. We know about Dinwiddie, who they paid. 
I think Karis LeVert is going to play an all-star level. Torian Prince is going to surprise a lot of people. I got a chance to see him in Atlanta and making a three-point shot. So the Nets are an ascending franchise. I am surprised they won't give Carmelo or any other team give Carmelo Anthony a chance. I don't think Carmelo Anthony is in training camp with the team. But after the all-star break, he'll be with some team, you know, that, that either wants to bolster their chances for the playoffs or try to get themselves into the eight seed or seven seed. But here's the other issue. Being in shape, working out and playing basketball in the league is miles apart. And so he got let go after Houston after 10 games. So basically he missed all the last season. That's over a calendar year where you're right? not playing NBA basketball. And, and, and so at some point you don't want him, if he did get the opportunity if he possibly put himself at risk for injury. So it'll be interesting to see how it play out. Were you ever in the league but still too out of shape to play 35 minutes a game? Too out of shape to play in my head? No. But in Phoenix, I had <laughs> I was about to, to say be. Phoenix? Yeah. I had to be. <laughs> I, I had Phoenix. to be. <laughs> you, look, you look a little different in your Pacers years than that yes. Phoenix year. But but one, one thing I can say, I got double figures everywhere I went except Phoenix. There you go. Well, sticking with the banana boat, brothers. There is some reported mutual interest between the Heat and Chris Paul. However, the Heat want to see how the season goes. They don't want him in training camp, but they want to see how the season goes and then potentially put together a deal with Oklahoma City that would bring Chris Paul to Miami. My question for you after reading this is, what what would happen early in the season for the Heat that would make them feel like they should make a, a deal for Chris Paul now? Well, this is tricky, tricky, trick, 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 trick. Okay, here's why. Because these teams have done deals together in the past. Mm. And OKC has a couple of picks that the Heat hope to get back. And usually that's really tough to do. And that's the sticking point in my opinion. So for CP3, it almost sounds like the adage of if he goes out there and really plays lights out, then that changes the consideration. But OKC is in control of the situation because they have the picks and they have the player. So that's what makes this deal a lot more tricky. The part that I don't understand about this report is, are they insinuating that the Heat play poorly, they would then pick up CP3? Or are they insinuating that if the Heat play well, they would then consider picking up CP3? That's the part I don't really understand. All I know is this. I trust Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra. And... I love the fact that they have Jimmy Butler on their roster. I applauded how he handled his free agency. He was like, I want to go somewhere and I want to make my mark. Justice Winslow showed me some things last year. And if you add Chris Paul on a perimeter to go with those guys, that could be something nice. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Jalen, every once in a while, there's a topic. They're like, should we put this on the show? (laughs) I don't know where Jalen's going to go with it. That's the don't get fired topic of the day. And now. The don't get fired topic of the day. This one's dicey. Uh oh. This one's dicey. Uh oh. Don't get fired. Uh oh. This is a little update on um, what's going on with Larry Johnson. Not LJ. Not this Larry Johnson. Not Nick's Larry oh, Johnson. Man. Not four point play Larry oh, Johnson. You gonna do that not Grandma oh. Larry Johnson. The running back Larry Johnson, who is now retired. And there were some things happening on you know social media, and apparently he was accused of hating on. Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion's really hot right now. And uh, this is how he responded to those people that were accusing him of that. He said, quote, for those who think I was no. hating on Meg the Stallion. Because no. you think I wanted to sleep with her, don't know my history, I had better. And then went on to list celebrities no. that he's claiming he has slept with. 
Julissa Bermudez, Chili from TLC, Maya, Andrea Michelle. And they finished it with Don't DM Me. Jalen, don't get fired. What do you think about Larry Johnson going out and saying that he slept with these famous women? Well, as somebody that's been famous for a really long time, the one thing I would not do in a book, the one thing I have not done on this show is air out pillow talk. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty sure those ladies yep. were minding their own business one day, yesterday, whenever that tweet came out, with their significant others probably or with their kids or with their siblings or whoever. They may not remember who Larry Johnson is. At their job. Yeah. And then somebody comes up to them like Drea or whoever like you're trending. Like why am I trending? Maya? Chili? Why am I trending? For all of the wrong reasons. So it's really disappointing that he did that. That is a don't get fired topic. It's listen. It's just so it's so beyond normal behavior. It's just so it's so childish. It's so immature to me. And it's like so because I'm being accused of hating on Meg the Stallion, I'm gonna go put these other women's names on social media. Like it's just so wrong to me. It is absolutely so wrong to That's me. That's the word. Wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah, Larry yeah. Johnson, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. Don't do that. Uh oh. Things got real socially awkward for a team that you care a lot about. It's time for socially awkward. <laughs> Jalen, Michigan wide receiver, receiver Nico Collins, saw a tweet. Remember, he's on the team right now. This isn't someone who used to be on the team or graduated. No, no, no. He's on the team right now. He saw a tweet with the hashtag Fire Harbaugh. Hit the like button. Now, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but he hit the like button on a Fire Harbaugh hashtag tweet. Jalen... This conversation has gone beyond just us speculating in the media and taking it too far. This is now coming from inside the house. Do you think he meant to like it? And how do you think he explained to Coach Harbaugh the next day of practice? Well, he's a collegiate student, Mm -hmm. which means he's educated. Mm -hmm. He's a young person, which means he's really savvy with social media. Oh, yeah. You can unlike real quick. I've liked some stuff I didn't mean to. It's one of those things that puts you in socially awkward on Jalen and Jacoby. It is. He so earned his spot. So, he earned his spot. I, I, I need to get to campus. What? That, that, what? That's an, I, need, I need to get to campus. What? I need to go hug my team. I need. I, that, that's all. That's all. It's just one loss. It's just one loss. But he has some explaining to do, I'm sure. It was a bad loss, and some tells me it won't be the last loss of the season. Let you tell it. I want to thank Josina Anderson for finally coming by the studio. Yeah, Joe. Joe, it only took by. five years. Really appreciate that. And, of course... On ESPN, we had ESGN's Freddie Gibbs. I like what you Appreciate did. Appreciate him coming by. Big shout to Lambo and and Lambo's sister, Molly Lambert, former Grantland colleague of ours. Shout out. Really appreciate Freddie coming by. Make sure you check out his project, Bandana with Mad Lib, and the upcoming tour. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that? Done. We're not done. We're not done. I love them. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs>